At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is The Run Line, VSIN's premier baseball betting show. With Adam Burke, here's Ben Wilson. Welcome in. It is another edition of the run line here on VSIN, the sports betting network, live from downtown Las Vegas, our Circa Sportsbook Studios with the man, the myth, the legend, Adam Burke. I'm Ben Wilson, Brian Ortega, our producer behind the glass. As always, so much to get to on VSIN's MLB betting show. We got a lot to talk about today, Adam. A little bit. Yes, no, first inning runs. We'll be discussing that. We've got Japanese baseball prodigies to get to. We've got teams of the week, divisions of the week. But as always, it seems like we start with injuries because we were on the show last week and Adam, you called it. You said we were going to have more pitchers who uh, found their way to the IL and bang, we start the show with that because this was another week of all sorts of pitchers uh, hitting the shelf. A lot of them. It started on Monday with my guy, Luis Patino, who I was super high on at 60 day IL left oblique and it continued into some aces. You see. John Means also uh, tack him now to the 60-day DL. Started off in the 10-day uh, IL. He is uh, on, on the shelf now, Adam, as we've seen a bunch of guys uh, go. And, and that list is just a very a partial uh, sifting of, of all the, the notable names. Hyunjin Ryu, 10-day IL, left forearm inflammation. Ryan Presley, right knee inflammation on the 10-day IL. Three of these pitchers I just talked about, uh, Adam Means, Patino, Ryu, all in that AL East division we broke down at length. Uh, last week on the show. So let's discuss those three in particular. You feel like for you, and you, ma you made this point that you were really uh, concerned just about his first start and his lack of velocity. Uh, what do you think about that first off with the fact that it's two starts and two really ugly ones for a Ryu, and now he goes on the shelf? 
Yeah, for Hunjin Ryu, I mean, look, you know, it's really interesting, too, because the Dodgers babied him for a long period of time. You know, he would make maybe 30 or so starts, but they'd keep him to around five innings, much like the Tampa Bay Rays do with a lot of their pitchers now. But for Ryu, last year, just you know, gave up a lot more hard-hit contact. The velocity wasn't there. The spin rates weren't there. You thought maybe part of it had to do with the crackdown on foreign substances, but it seems like there's probably something going on there. And, and he is a guy now in his mid-30s as well to where maybe he's just not healing as well. You know, maybe he had a significant workload pitching over in Asia before he even came over the major leagues. That's a really big one for Toronto because we know that the Blue Jays will hit. I mean, and, and they're going to hit all season long. But the starting staff, maybe a little bit light on depth. The bullpen is is not very good at all. They give up a ton of hard contact. They don't have a lot of bridges to Jordan Romano. So this is a team where the pitching was the concern. And now Ryu is out. We've seen Jose Barrios have one good start and one bad start. A lot of questions about that Toronto pitching staff. And look, I mean, it's the one thing that could hold them back from reaching the lofty expectations that they have. Right. Uh, six and four so far. Haven't even mentioned Nate Pearson, the number one draft pick from a couple of years ago, who is still out with mono. It's been a very bizarre start to his season. He remains on the 10 day IL. Uh, so were you one of those pitchers who hits the deck? I mentioned Patino and it's a raise staff as well. Thinking about you know Tampa Bay, who's five and five. But Ryan Yarbrough, another one of those young arms. It, it seems like the Rays have so many arms, Adam. This is, I guess, why you have such a bolstered pitching staff. But uh, Yarbrough is still, they, they think, maybe ready to come back into the rotation at some point in this week or next for the Rays. But Patino goes out, and this thing could be serious. It's a, it's a full 60-day IL stint for him. Uh, you just you wonder with the Rays, again, we think of them as a team with so much pitching depth. But where do you, where do you stand on them now that it's yet another uh, arm that goes down here for the Rays? Yeah, I mean, look, the only thing that could happen with this situation is that it gets worse if they wind up with more guys that are hurt. I mean, you're talking about Shane Baz, Yanni Chirinos, Tyler Glass now, Brendan McKay, Patino and Yarborough, as you mentioned. I mean, those six guys are better than at least 10 starting rotations in Major League Baseball, maybe more. Uh, that's, that's fair. Yeah. They have a legit starting rotation on the injured list right now, not to mention they're missing Nick Anderson and Pete Fairbanks out of their bullpen, too. Yeah, they, they keep finding arms. They do a phenomenal job of developing talent in their system. They also do a really good job of identifying talent to acquire in trades. Maybe that's something that they wind up having to do. But you know, one of the things that I talked about before the season, both in my team preview over at vcin.com and also on show appearances was they were projected to have 11 above average pitchers on this pitching staff. And that was even with some of those guys injured like right. a Tyler glass. Now, uh, you know, like a Yanni Chirinos and they're just tapping into all of it now, you know? And so I think it's really concerning to be in a division that's this good, this offensively sound, and have all of those issues. Their offense is probably going to have to pick it up and carry them a little bit more, which is something that they're not necessarily accustomed to. But like I said, they, they have a legit rotation on the IL. It's, it's it, no, it's amazing. When you look at, yes, just the, the raw talent, the names that are injured right now for Tampa Bay. So in that AL East with uh, Tampa Bay at five and five. You have the Red Sox five and four. Yankees five and five. You can talk about some of their struggles too. Uh, Orioles lose John Means, who you, you know you feel bad for a team that already had the lowest win total in all of baseball. Adam really had one legitimate pitcher, and now there's some concern. He goes he goes sixty day IL. There's some concern he might be out the entire season here, and they they have yet to commit either way as if to as if they even are are, are aware of his ability to come back even after mid June when he's eligible to come off. So you have to think for them three and six the Orioles are so far. This is yet another uh, death blow to a team already probably mired in a low 60s at best win season here. Now, here's the thing. If I'm Baltimore, right? I mean, it was already going to be a transitional year as most yeah. of them have been for them. But, you know, look, we talked about it on last week's show. Grayson Rodriguez and D.L. Hall. How long do they wait to bring up their top two pitching prospects? 
you would think they probably wait until after the Super 2 deadline, so they'll do what they can to get by with Jordan Lyles, and, and Bruce Zimmerman did pitch well today, uh, so at least there's that for them. But, you know, how long do they wait to bring these guys up? I would just go with a six-man rotation, try to keep Rodriguez and Hall around 100 to 110 innings at the MLB level, something like that. Who cares who you're throwing out there in September? I mean, that doesn't matter. Let these guys learn on the job, and it may cost them money five, six years down the road in arbitration or whatever else, but let these guys go. You know, take, use this as a positive. You're losing 180 innings from John Means. You made ballpark alterations due in large part to help out John Means by moving that left field wall back. You know, look, now all of a sudden a lost season becomes a season that creates a little bit more opportunity because there's some innings available now that you don't have to give to John Means. So personally, with the bad teams, I'd like to see them get aggressive in those situations. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Baltimore, it, that may not be the case, but I, I surely hope it is. Well, that's just hope they don't take the Pittsburgh approach of, uh, yeah, we've got this O'Neill Cruz guy. Yeah, we don't need him. He does, he's not going to matter for our team, even though it literally has no bearing on our arbitration thing with the new rules, even if it's maybe 60 years down, down the line. Let's hope they don't do that. Strategy. Which is really funny, too, because I wonder if Adley Rushman hadn't gotten hurt in spring training and been set back a little bit, mm -hmm. they would have had that same decision to make. The same decision that the Pirates made with O'Neill Cruz. I'd like to think that they would have opened the season with him on the roster, but the injury kind of gave them an excuse, gave them a little bit of a loophole. Oh, you know, he needs to go work on some things and, you know, make sure that he's in game form and all that. You know, now how long does he stay down there? I think is a significant question. Right. But, you know, look, for Baltimore, again, you know, not a good team, as, as we all know. I mean, that's not earth-shattering analysis or anything like that. But to me, I would use this as an opportunity, and I think that that's what smart teams would do. And I like to think that they are a smart team. I mean, they pilfered a lot of guys from the Astros organization to revamp their front office. I, I'd like to think that they kind of use this as a positive, but it, it may just mean that, you know, they'll sign, uh, I don't know, has Edwin Jackson ever pitched for the Orioles? Uh, Maybe it, that seems like another box to just check off. That, that is, that's a very, <laughs> that'd be a very good fit. Why not? I mean, Why not? Ed, Edwin Jackson, yeah. Who has it he pitched for? Right. At, at least as of yet. So that's the ALE situation with all these pitchers banged up as a result. You have a very a jumbled up standings race right now with, as we just talked about with Baltimore, uh, them that one outsider team that we all, we figured uh, at the bottom of that division. Some hitters as well, though, on the aisle this week, Adam. It seems like we're a broken record with this. Byron Buxton, it's like, is this going to be the year the guy stays healthy? I think I gave up investing on him in fantasy in like 2016 because it was like, it's just never going to happen. And we made it six games this year before he gets injured. It, the good news is, at least it's on this Ken Rosenthal report, Adam. MRI reveals no structural damage for Buxton. Right knee soreness. They think he'll only need a week or so off. But the fact that you're uh, that your potential team-changing player who you've been waiting for all these years literally gets injured and goes on the shelf for at least a week, week and a half, basically just legging out a double, not a good sign for a guy who has been uh, so, so banged up basically his entire career. Right. I mean, such a talented player. I mean, we've seen him hit some absolute rockets so far this season, too. In a couple of home runs, I think he hit the highest, fastest pitch in the StatCast era for a home run. It was like 430 feet at target field on a cold day, mind you. Phenomenal talent. Just made a paper mache, you know, and, and so. Kind of an issue. Yeah, a huge <laughs> issue. Absolutely. And look, you know, a lot of guys will have soreness, will miss games here and there. Maybe it doesn't constitute a stint on the IL or anything like that, but guys are going to miss games. We're seeing, we talked about it on last week's show. Lots of soft tissue injuries, lots of obliques. You know, we're seeing guys with soreness here and there and all of that. Look, this is just going to be a thing. And it's going to be a thing for a long period of time here. You had the short 2020 season. The minor leaguers didn't even play. You come back full season in 2021. The expedited spring training. 
this is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of all the injury problems that I think we're going to see as we go forward here, especially too, when you start talking about some of the wear and tear injuries that are going to happen to pitchers where maybe they had some prior UCL damage that all of a sudden gets worse. You got the sprained MCL for Casey Mize with the Tigers, mm -hmm. a guy that was working on throwing a splitter more in spring training. That's a pitch that a lot of guys shy away from because of the strain it puts on the arm. He starts throwing it more in spring training, and then now all of a sudden he finds himself on the IL. This is going to happen a ton. So if you're going to be handicapping baseball out there, whether you're looking at the in-season futures market or something else, you've got to be aware of the depth that these teams have because they're just going to have to tap into it. Uh, and we saw, speaking of the Twins, who are off to a rough start, 3-6, and six, Sonny Gray hits the 10-day IL, hamstring tightness as well after a dismal start uh, in Boston over the weekend. So Twins sit at 3-6. and six. Tigers, as you, you also talk about, speaking of Casey Mize, their big offseason addition in Javi Baez, he goes to the IL as well. And so that's a team at, at four and five. Again, not that, not that we're really ready to make any, you know, long overarching claims about teams here, Adam. But again, when you're, when you're guys, you spend all this money on to come in, do have, you know, have had a track record of at least vicious slumps in their time, you know, super, you know, super high up and down swings like Baez has had, and then you get injured. It's, it's not the way you want to start a, a, a certain tenure in a franchise that has not had much success. No, and, and look, you think about the AL Central, you know, we talked about last week, Luis Giolito, or Lucas Giolito, he got hurt. Lance Lynn's been hurt. Yon Moncada, he's been banged up. A.J. Pollock also hurt. You know, that's the one thing that's going to bring some of these teams back to the pack, will be injuries, and, and it is a very real possibility for this season. Everybody's hurt. That's our Everybody's take. hurt. That's our take. But we still have, we're not hurt, all right? We, we might be day-to-day, -day, but we're, we've gotten it out. We're here. because we We're have to all day-to-day. -day, we only have to do the show once a week, so we, we, can, we can get through it. Uh, we do have a Sunday night baseball game in progress right now. Adam has thoughts, he has a play, and he already has grievances because, of course, we'll explain next. Talk some first inning. Yes, no runs right here on the run line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is colin coward from the herd with colin cowherd angie's list is now angie the nation's largest home service marketplace They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You found Visa's premier baseball betting show. This is The Run Line. We welcome you back in. It is The Run Line here from VSIN, the sports betting network. We're back with Adam Burke. Follow him at Skating Tripods, by the way. I'm Ben Wilson, Brian Ortega, our producer behind the glass. Sunday night baseball, it is underway. And unfortunately, Adam has already got, he's got grievances. You have a bet on this. You took over, uh, over eight. Bryce Elder, second career big league start for the Braves on Sunday night baseball against you, Darvish, coming off his worst career starts where he did not make it out of the second inning in a shellacking against the Giants. And uh, your, your handicap was and appears to be correct. It's just only two, only two runs have been scored despite the myriad opportunities so far. 2 nothing Padres as we sit in the fourth. Yeah, we'll see what happens here. I mean, look, not every bet that wins is a good bet, and not every bet that loses is a bad bet. And uh, so far here through three innings for the Padres offense, 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position. Uh, the Braves 0 for 1 here with that pop out from Marcelo Zuna. But they've had chances. I mean, the bases were loaded in the first two innings for the Padres, and uh, now it looks like the Braves are going to squander this opportunity. So, you know, look, those are things that happen. You know, it's very important with any bet that you make to, you know, when you grade it, when you track it, apply context to it. Did you have, you know, maybe the right side? Did you just fall on the wrong side of variance, which appears like it may end up being the case here in this game? Or did you just have a dead wrong handicap and there's something that you need to fix, something that you need to reevaluate? It's just very important to do that with every bet that you make because, you know, like if you're, if you're just looking at the results, that, that's the wrong way to do it. You know, you got to know, did you get a good number? Did you get... Not the best of the line, because as we talked about last week, it's very hard to do that. Only a couple people in the world are able to get the best of a number on a game. But, you know, did you get better than the closing number? Did you get, you know, a number that you wanted to get? All those things are very, very important as you track your results and, you know, makes uh, makes what appears to be happening in this game go down a little bit easier. Right. Uh, it Look, you think about, too, a guy like Bryce Elder, who has had command issues all over the place, three walks already, uh, gives up two runs only on a couple of hits so far. But uh, he, he goes... Three, we're not sure if he'll come out for the fourth inning. You and I are both surprised. We're both surprised to even see him come out for a third inning to begin with. While Dar- and Darvish also having to pitch around some uh, some command issues of uh, his own right now. You saw the updated odds there just a second ago. Uh, even though he has not walked anybody, he, he did uh, have a hit batter. We've seen a couple guys get hit on the hand today. Austin Riley just gets hit, hit a moment ago. And we just found out, right, Mike Trout uh, sounds like he will be out tomorrow. Was hit earlier today in Arlington. So, it's not just the soft tissue injuries. It's now the, uh, the always, always fun get hit on those pitches up and in in your hands, which, I don't know, more lack of control, uh, hurt, hurting hitters now instead of just pitchers. Yeah, and, and look, that was something why, you know, batters have always known that pitchers use the foreign substances, use the sticky stuff to get more grip on the baseball. That's why they were okay with it. So they didn't get hit all the yeah. time. 
hit by pitches are up significantly here so far this season. That will lead to some of those hand injuries, guys getting hit in the foot, in the ankle, stuff like that. You know, we could end up with more injuries as a result of that. So hopefully pitchers are able to kind of figure this thing out, get a little bit more grip on the baseball as it warms up in a lot of these places. Uh, but yeah, you know, never a good thing to see someone get hit in the hand. A, a lot of small bones in there that, you know, could leave a guy out for a significant period of time. Yeah, and so for Darvish, who ends up closing about a dollar thirty favorite here against Elder and the Braves, uh, Braves plus 110 coming back on the other side. What have you made of, of, and certainly for Darvish, I mean, he goes six shutout opening, his opening start, and then completely destroyed, gives up uh, almost the moon, essentially, in an inning in two-thirds. A guy who's, who's thrown a ton more, and we always think of you, Darvish, as like when he first came to the U.S., it was like, here's the guy who just has the, an unlimited pitch arsenal, and yet in his first couple of starts, almost 50% of his pitches have been four-seam fastballs. Like, it's been bizarre to, to see a guy like that now so more one-to-two pitch dependent. Appears early, like from watching this game, he's been mixing it up a little bit more, just gets a ground out here to end the inning. So 2 nothing, uh, Padres to the bottom of the fourth. What have you made of some of those underlying numbers early on, on Darvish? Because I'm sure a lot of people are sitting here wondering, all right, one really good start, one really bad start. How should the market really be evaluating Darvish right now? Yeah, you know, look, ever since Major League Baseball cracked down on the foreign substances last year, his spin rates have been down significantly. And the reason why spin rates are so important is because it kind of it impacts the trajectory of the ball to the plate, right? So a high spin rate fastball won't drop the same way that most fastballs do. It'll appear to rise because it kind of stays on that same plane. So it's harder to hit, right? You wind up hitting the bottom half of the baseball instead of squaring up the baseball. With breaking balls, spin rate matters because the ball is going to break a little bit closer to the plate, and also the degree of the break will wind up being a lot more. So for Darvish, ever since they took away the foreign substances, whatever he was using, he hasn't had the same level of command. He's actually had a very high ERA since uh, the start of August last year. He's given up a lot of home runs as well. I wrote about that in the article over at vcin.com today. Obviously, he's you know thrown four shutout here, of course. But you know even in that first start against Arizona, he walked four gave up some hard contact that he pitched around. And then in that start against the Giants, got completely blasted. One of the things about spin rate is you're used to throwing the ball in a certain place, Mm -hmm. right? When you lose RPM with that spin rate, then when you throw it in that place, it doesn't do what you want it to do. So it either becomes harder to control or harder to command. So Darvish has been working through that for a long period of time now, not to mention the back issue that he had last season. So when I looked at this game, I thought, okay, an adjustment has been made to the side price here, right? He's only a dollar thirty favorite against a guy making a second career MLB start. <laughs> right. The Padres have a solid lineup, so there was an adjustment to the side price. I didn't think that there was enough of an adjustment to the total for this game. So that was kind of my thought process with right. that. A lot of hard contact possible in this game, but the thing for Darvish is he's just you, you cannot evaluate and grade him like he's the same pitcher that he was because he's not. I mean, it's like. 60% four-seam split finger. And that, I mean, the slider that we, we know him so well as, as you talk about that former pitcher, it has been way diminished. If you look at his specific uh, pitch type and his pitch splits uh, so far, this was one of uh, the games, of th- at least today, even though there was all sorts of ducks on the pond, no run scored in the first inning. And we touched on this a little bit last week, Adam. It, it bears worth having a, a bit longer in-depth discussion here on the show tonight where you look at some of these uh, yes, yes, no, first run, uh, inning splits and the data. I know you dug up a lot of this stuff for your your writing and your articles this week. And I know what you found. It's not necessarily uh, super surprising given now all the attention being paid on betting these first inning run bets specifically. Uh, but what did what did your uh, your crack research open up here? Because I know I know. I mean, look, I wasn't surprised to see it necessarily, but it is fascinating that it does paint a very specific picture of how we can bet this stuff and and look at it in a, in a macro perspective. 
So this will be one of the articles I write for this week's Point Spread Weekly over at vsin.com that subscribers can check out. That comes out on Wednesday. Uh, sometimes the Mark articles down. get posted right. Tuesday night. But for the first inning, look, since 2010, outside of the 2020 season with COVID and openers and all the weird craziness that happened there, every season but 2020, since 2010, the first inning has been the highest scoring inning. And so there's a few reasons for that. The first is the top of the lineup always comes up, right? So if you're optimizing a lineup, you should have your best hitters at the top of the order because you want your best hitters to A, be in position to drive in runs, and B, get as many plate appearances as possible because you're going to turn the top of the lineup over more often. Those guys will typically bat maybe four or five times, whereas maybe the bottom of the order bats three or four times. So the top of the order is always up, right? Second, obviously we've seen a lot of solo home runs over the last several years in Major League Baseball. Starters are kind of trying to settle in and all of that. They'll give up a home run. It happens. They move on. So, look, the first inning is the highest scoring inning. It has been with regularity, again, except for that weird 2020 season. So, to me, there's really no reason to bet no on a first inning run. I would bet yes or nothing, and especially if you can find a decent yes number because the top of the order is up. Those guys, in theory, if you're setting the lineup properly as a manager, those guys have the best chance of getting on base, of hitting for power, of doing the things that it takes to score runs. So the first inning is is something where, look, I mean, there's a lot of runs scored, and I think there is an opportunity in that yes, first run, or yes, first inning run market. Right. No, it's interesting when you look at now, again, small sample size, but the data from this year so far, at least entering today, 67 first innings were to the yes, only 61 to the no. So a little over 52%. But what's interesting, 20 of the 30 teams in Major League Baseball, Adam, are at 500 or, 500 or better to the yes. When you look at and again, we think about, yes, run first inning. It is not just that team specifically. It is, are they also allowing uh, a first inning run? Cardinals, seven of their eight first innings have had a run scored so far this year. So there are some super extremes here that we've uh, we've seen so far. I don't know how you look at this, like Adam, from a, a team-specific thing. I mean, clearly, there's some correlation here where some teams just have dismal uh, starting staffs and are susceptible to giving up a lot of runs early, like we've seen with the Twins, or who are 6-2 and two to the S. Same thing with the Rangers, also 6-2. to two. Or in cases like the Cardinals have just legit uh, power-hitting top-heavy lineups as well. Big reason why they're 7-1 and one to the S so far. Yeah, and something else to think about too is that as a general rule, this is a pretty low-scoring run environment early on in the season because it's mm-hmm. cold in a lot of these cities. The ball doesn't travel as well in cold weather. You need that warmer air, that humid air. That's why offense typically goes up once you get to June, July, August, and You know, now with the way that the climate's been of late, it's been pretty hot in September in most places too. So the fact that you even have some colder weather teams that are doing well with this yes, first run or first inning run scenario, you know, I think that's really interesting because you haven't had a lot of optimal hitting conditions in places like Minnesota, Uh, the Guardians. You know, they obviously did nothing offensively in this series against the Giants, but they were in Kansas City. It wasn't necessarily super warm. So I think it's interesting some of the teams that were on that list and the fact that their hitting conditions aren't really optimal right now. Pirates six and two to the S playing a lot of games at Pittsburgh, Detroit staff, right? Detroit up six and three as well. They played a bunch of games in very cold conditions early Uh, Texas six and two. That's not been viewed as a a pitcher friendly park there in globe life. So yeah, I know Look today, Easter Sunday in baseball. We we hope you all enjoyed it on this, on this Easter Sunday. I always think of uh, Rob Deere. 1987, Team Street, Milwaukee Brewers, went to 13-0, Easter Sunday. That's my mind. I wasn't even born yet. That's all that matters. All right, coming up next, talking sabermetrics with Adam Burke right here on The Run Line. 
found VEASAN's premier baseball betting show. This is The Run Line. Conquer the competition for cash with the Northman Clash on the Ice Challenge. Join two free-to-play pools and compete for your share of $10,000 in total cash prizes with your hockey predictions. Head to DraftKings.com slash the Northman now to join the action. The Northman in theaters April 22nd. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. This guy sitting to my left is also a Northman. He's a a Midwesterner, kind of. We're both Midwesterners. Adam Burke, Ben Wilson, back with you on the run line. Uh, we have more guys being left on base, Adam. I'm sorry to tell you in this uh, for for your over eight in in Braves Padres right now. Look, uh, give Bryce Elder credit. The guy has no idea how to throw a strike, and he's only allowed two runs through four innings despite uh, five walks, uh, two hits, uh, 76 pitches for him so far. And we have a combined right now 24 men left on base. If you're going uh, going by the individual box score here, Adam. Last time I checked, that is a lot through four innings. Yeah, it's not great. 0 for 10 with men in scoring position combined in this game. And, Yeesh. you know, hey, these things happen in Major League Baseball. You know, it's that's why I talked about it last week. I've talked about it a lot. You, you know, you just have to be in the right headspace when you're doing this business because it'll drive you crazy sometimes. You know, the, the wins are great, but sometimes the losses are just – this one appears to be pretty excruciating, and it'll be fun to be on air as this one's playing out. But uh, I mean, yeah, you know, hey, I'm tempted happens. to just look. In, in game total right now, I'm seeing it as low as a five and a half juiced at minus one twenty five over. Like it is tempting to just to just say like this can only last so long. You literally need four more runs in in at in the very minimum four and a half innings. So that's where the in game discussion here becomes interesting. Well, you've got to think at this point, you know, two more guys getting on base. Bryce Elder's thrown seventy six pitches. He's probably done. So you know now the Braves bullpen is coming into the equation and. Yeah, that's where you want to go and look and see what their bullpen usage has been like recently. Have there been guys that have had to pitch a lot, back-to-back days, three out of four, stuff like that, guys that probably won't be as sharp or may not even be available. Those are things you absolutely want to look at when you're thinking about not only a pre-flop handicap, but also the in-game wagering markets that are out there. Well, Kenley Jansen has just pitched back-to-back days, so you would have to think in April, not going to be available tonight. Two saves, two days in a row. Will Smith threw 21 pitches yesterday. Have to think he's not going to be able to go. Colin McHugh, 21 pitches yesterday as well. So, like, are we going to get uh, A.J. Minter, Darren O'Day, Tyler Matzik trio? I mean, that's not bad, but those are three pretty significant names that I just ratted off who are out, I would at least assume, out tonight. Who knows? Brian Snicker could roll with them tonight, but that's, you know, that's, again, where you, you do your deep dive here and look at the end game, and I'm thinking Braves' bullpen might not, and they're going to have to pitch a lot of innings here. I would be stunned if Elder gets through one more, as you just alluded to with the pitch count, so. That's where my thought comes into play here. And something else to think about, too. You know, last week when we were looking at uh, the Red Sox and Yankees game, you know, wound up getting a play on Detroit the next day. That one came through. By the way, Matt Manning, who we didn't mention, he pitched that Monday game. He left after two innings yesterday with a shoulder. So the Tigers are down another member of their starting rotation. But when you start thinking about things like that, the Braves don't have tomorrow off, and they go play the Dodgers. You know, a Dodgers team that will absolutely wear out a lot of starting pitchers as this season goes along. So for Brian Snitker, you know, you are thinking about right now, you're thinking about the present, but you're also thinking we've got three games coming up against the Dodgers where our bullpen's going to get a significant workout. So you know, those are things you try to put yourself in the minds of, of the coaches, of the managers, of the coordinators, whatever it is when you're live betting sports. You know, that's something you may want to consider here for the Braves. And, and that's also, too, it doesn't have to just be full game, the in-game total. I mean, I would the in-game team total, too, because mm-hmm. the way that the Braves' bats have been against Darvish, who is, like, I mean, four, four through four innings, 60 pitches, a Padre bullpen that by comparison a little better rested. 
This, I would assume, this is probably going to be a three and a half, four uh, in-game team total, just based on how that full in-game number looks. We can try to find this here in our next break. That might be an angle, too, to, uh, to look at. So more than one or two ways to bet these games in-game, uh, as, as we always discuss here on the show. So that would be a look. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get our next break at it. I'm going to do a little more exploring on the old apps here, see, see what numbers we can find. Uh, as of right now, though, we, we pitched this a little bit last week. We said we'd get into the discussion for the real ones here. It's our third show, so it's time to get... We're already nerdy enough, Adam, but we're going to get even further down that rabbit hole. We're talking some sabermetrics. We want to attack at least one or two of, of the deep dive statistics that you use as part of your daily handicapping, Adam. So we'll begin today. I don't know if this is like our, our like the, the number one sabermetrics that slotted above everybody else, but it's a fun one to discuss. The uh, WRC Plus, a.k.a. Weighted Runs Created Plus, Adam. The floor is yours as we made these very fun little uh, graphics as well. That, uh, that I know you are using on a day-to-day basis and are things that, uh, that as for, for betters who are familiar with, can certainly be a big advantage to you as a daily handicapper. Yeah, something I think is really important to mention here is you don't need to know how to calculate these stats. You just need to know how to interpret them and what they mean if you want to apply them to your handicapping. And WRC+, Plus, as Ben said, Weighted Runs Created Plus, I think is a really easy one to start with here because... 100, if you have a 100 WRC+, plus, either as a team or as a player, that is exactly league average. If you have a 105, it means you're 5% better than league average. If you have a 95, 5% below league average. And all the plus sign means, the weighted runs created plus part of it, just simply means that adjustments are made. There are safeguards in place where Fenway Park and Coors Field aren't evaluated the same way as Tropicana Field in Tampa or as T-Mobile Park up in Seattle. Some ballparks are just better for offense. We've talked about park factor already on this show. Some ballparks are just better. The ball travels farther. It's warmer. Uh, The dimensions are different. You know, the outfield is more spacious, stuff like that. So Weighted Runs Created Plus is able to compare players and teams with adjustments in there for not only the park factor, but also for the league run scoring environment, which means that you can compare players from 2022 to 1922. You can compare players from 2005 to 1995, the heart of the steroid era. You can compare players across different eras because this stat is adjusted for the parks and adjusted for the run scoring environment. So I think it's a really good stat, especially if you're talking about platoon advantages, right? If you're talking about a team Mm -hmm. facing a left-handed starter, how good are they against a left-handed starter? Well, you can go and look at their splits. Say they have a 125 WRC plus against lefties. They're 25% better than a league average offense against left-handed pitchers. Now, obviously, sample sizes are small right now, so we'll use this more as we get deeper into the season, but it's a really easy stat to understand because 100 is league average. So if you're higher than 100, that's good. If you're lower than 100, that's bad. So it's a really easy stat to kind of figure out and a very good shortcut in terms of determining, you know, how a team kind of matches up with a a certain handedness of pitcher or something like that. Right, and you think about how, you mentioned it. It doesn't have to be like you're, you're figuring out spreadsheets to, to create from scratch. Like these numbers are all very much available for you. Mm-hmm. It's all a matter of, and I think a lot of times as betters, wouldn't you say, I mean, baseball of any other sport, of any other sport, that's why we're doing this exercise here is one that you can get kind of overwhelmed and just drowned in a lot of these numbers. And especially when you start hearing you know, smart people start talking about numbers and just throwing them out willy nilly. And it's almost like second nature. It, it can be hard and a little, you know, it, 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 certainly I know for me at, at, at first when these numbers started to become uh, more commonplace in baseball betting where it could become a little intimidating to want to really embrace it and, and try to do the, the math and the deep dive of research on it. So, like, as you point out, I mean, 
all of a sudden you start looking at these things differently and it just kind of gives you a different perspective. I would also think too, it, it, it kind of helps you come to the realization of why a line is where it's at. And we kind of did the whole explanation on why you Darvish was only a minus 127 favorite against a rookie with really no experience making his second big league start. A lot of it had to do with very deep, you know, deep divey type numbers that the market is interpreting. So, I mean, don't you think that still applies as well on the, on the WRC plus angle? We see that happen too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's certainly a driver, a market driver. When you talk about, again, some teams are just going to be better against left-handed pitchers than they are right-handed pitchers. Why? Because they have more right-handed hitters and their better hitters are right-handed. You know, so those are guys that probably will hit lefties better just because of how you can pick up the baseball and all of that. But WRC Plus ends up being a really nice shortcut. And look, something I think is going to be really great for us as the season goes along, we come from two of the smallest market fan bases in all of, (laughs) not just all of baseball, in all of sports. Oh, yeah. So for us, for you and I, when we started thinking about how front offices justified their decision-making and all of that, you and I would gravitate towards sabermetrics because a lot of those decisions are made based on analytics. They're based on, you know, trying to find undervalued players and commodities out there that can be affordable. You know, so the the Brewers are a prime example of this where they got really into analytics kind of in the mid-2010s, and we saw them take off. I mean, they do not have big payrolls, but we saw them take off on the player development side and also with the free agents that they picked up. My Guardians slash Indians... I mean, they've been good for quite a long period of time while having one of the smallest payrolls in Major League Baseball because of what they're able to do in terms of evaluating the metrics and the analytics yeah. and the players. So for those that are listening to this, just bear with us. I know these concepts can be kind of challenging, a lot of weird acronyms and all of that, but Ben and I are well qualified to talk about these things because our favorite teams use them. So we've been exposed to them for our you know our entire adult lives as baseball fans and I think that's something that can be really beneficial for everybody. You're at least qualified. I don't know. I don't know about. I don't know about me. You're qualified. Too. I just look as a fan of the Milwaukee Brewers, who were terrible for so many years and then embraced the advanced analytics and now have been a you know, like legitimate force atop the NL Central now for the better part of a decade. Yeah, we 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 understand where those decisions come from. Uh, my stat of the day, as we go out here, or I should say stat of the week here on the show. I just thought this was amazing. We had we had just the third instance since since, since 1950 this week of a player getting walked with the bases loaded. It was Corey Seager in Texas, and Joe Madden was the manager. He was responsible now, Adam, for walking a player with the bases loaded in two of the three historical occurrences of it since 1950, and it is the first time a manager has ordered an intentional pass with the bases loaded while trailing in a game since... You were probably covering this game, Adam. Jim O'Rourke, Buffalo Bisons, August 2nd, 1881. I, that, that has no bearing on the betting market. That's just a crazy Go Buffalo Bisons. Go We're all Bison fan here. All right, I have an in-game bet made on Sunday Night Baseball. I'll tell you about that. We'll have more Sunday Night Discussion next here on The Run Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. found Visa's premier baseball betting show. This is the run line. The NFL draft is right here in Las Vegas. It's less than two weeks away and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts for Matt humans. Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM gives his draft analysis. We've got our guy, Beeson host, Mike Pritchard, former first round draft pick and former quarterback in the NFL. Sean King giving you insight. You can bet on also legendary sports broadcaster voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give his draft best bets in our NFL Draft betting guide. Sign up today to get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash spring. For now, though, we're talking baseball. It is the run line here on VEASAN back from our Circus Sportsbook Studios in downtown Las Vegas. He is Adam Burke. I'm Ben Wilson. I also am the owner of an in-game ticket in one of my accounts, Adam. Uh, we are in. We had this discussion on the Atlanta bullpen in our last segment, and uh, right before this Start at the bottom of the fifth. I went in here on Padres team total over three and a half minus 115. A little bit of juice there. Uh, and it's funny. We kind of stumbled into some of the other. We didn't get a chance to get to this in our last segment. But we talk about sabermetrics and one of the, the things you look at. And it, 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 it kind of plays right into this handicap for me, too. I was talking about all of the bullpen pieces that have been taxed over this weekend series in San Diego for Atlanta. The fact that they don't have an off day tomorrow. They start a series against the Dodgers and as a result here, given the starting pitcher who was just pulled out of the game a moment ago for, for the Braves and just his second big league start, Bryce Elder, he is out, only goes four and a third, walks five, gives up three hits. Uh, but the Padres have left approximately a billion men on base en route to a 2 nothing lead here in the bottom of the fifth. Uh, and a new pitcher in Spencer Strider coming in, certainly not one of Brian Snicker's top bullpen options. That was one part of the handicap, but there's also another deep divier part of the handicap, which is strand rates that we see or LOB percentage, left on base percentage that I know you're using a lot to handicap these bullpens as well. 
Right, so one thing I want to mention real quick in terms of where to find these statistics, Fangraphs is my favorite place to find them. So go ahead and Google Fangraphs or just go to Fangraphs.com. The presentation of data is outstanding, and that's where a lot of these stats that I handicap do come from. Look, we're very early in the season, right? So we're having sample size issues right now. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of outliers out there because teams just don't have the plate appearances, the situations, all that for these stats to be significant. They've, they really are, fluctuate a lot early on in the season. But one of the things that I look at throughout the course of the year, and we will have a segment on this show called the regression report as we go forward, I look for regression to the mean, both on the positive side and on the negative side, with individual players and also with teams. And a lot of times these games are simply decided by performance with runners in the scoring position. And as we've seen here today, the Padres should probably be winning about, I don't know, five or six nothing in this game. But because they've left a billion men on base, as Ben mentioned, this is a two nothing game. But left on base percentage is a really important statistic because if you're leaving men on base, they're not scoring, which is exactly what you want as a pitching staff. You want to prevent as many runs from scoring as possible. So I look for the outliers with left on base percentage. The league average year in and year out is about 72 to 73%. If I see a team that has a left on base percentage of 60%, I expect that to improve. So maybe that's a team that I'm going to try to play on a little bit, maybe play unders in their games. On the flip side, if I see a team with a left on base percentage of 88.2%, which is what the Cardinals came into today with, I would expect that to regress toward the mean. They're going to start giving up some runs in those late game situations. So Ben made a play here tonight on this Padres over team total. The Braves, as a bullpen, have the lowest left on base percentage in baseball at 59.4% right now. It's still early. It's not necessarily indicative of how the full season will go, but their relievers have just not performed particularly well to this point in the season as they get in an in, in, in inning-ending double <laughs> right play. Right on cue. Right on cue. <laughs> but yeah. that's what I'm talking about. I look for extremes one way or the other and expect them to come back to the mean. And when that happens or when you get a situation like that, you can start playing on or against teams and things should kind of even out and it should work to your favor. And part of this too, like, again, goes back to the specific, not only your overall you know, staff-wide uh, metrics and data points, but like in a game like this, Spencer Strider comes in. He's just a you know, long reliever. The whole goal, and you were you were all over this, Adam, and we talked about it last inning. Brian Snicker, Snickers just trying to get the hell out of here without having to burn his old bullpen. He's got a huge series against the Dodgers starting tomorrow. They had uh, Strider throw 71 pitches in long relief his last outing. So if they can get through this with Strider just pitching the rest of the game, I think they would love that. And it, and it's a guy who uh, you know has had very little big league experience, only pitched. In, in two games last year after being called up late, has only pitched in two games this year. So similar to Bryce Elder, very young guy in the mound, does get an inning-inning double play. So it is still 2 nothing Padres as we've played through now five innings out there in San Diego. But again, that's, that's kind of why we, we, we piece together multiple parts of the handicap. And at least for me, uh, that is why a bet was made. Uh, as far as, so again, 2 nothing is, is the scoreline right here. But you, you do point out that overall, it's not like you know you make a bet thinking, okay, this, six, this near 60% uh, strand rate is just going to continue here for a Braves bullpen. We do perceive in general to be really good. Uh, it's been an interesting start for them. I know we had that NL East full breakdown last week, Adam. And you, know, you look at how the Braves have been uh, at least you know this week. And again, it's been up and down for that whole division in the NL East. But five and five the Braves are at. Been some good, been some bad. They've, they've had their struggles in this road series here against the Padres. Uh, even though, look, they got blasted in game one, but look, the bullpen was solid each of the last two nights. Back-to-back -back saves for Kenley Jansen in two straight 5-2 uh, wins. Has anything stood out to you, especially with some of these new additions where we saw Matt Olson just you know, hit, hitting uh, like gangbusters in that red series? Anything that bears uh, watching early here for a Braves team that 
has kind of been what you expect out of a World Series champion, that inevitable kind of mini hangover. But they still, you know, they've got all the pieces and they're, they're solid, even though they're only five and five here. Yeah, still a lot of talent. Ronald Acuna Jr. is actually starting a rehab assignment on Tuesday down in AAA, That's which important. I mean, all of a sudden, you know, you add an MVP, you know, caliber player to your lineup. That's certainly going to help quite a bit. Yeah, as you said, I mean, look, you know, a lot of teams kind of have a hangover after a long season. Those are things that, that definitely end up becoming a possibility here. And, and the one thing for Atlanta is, and I know we're going to talk some more about the NL East as we go throughout the show here, but the one thing for Atlanta is over the last few years, They've kind of changed their offensive philosophy. They've been trying to slug more. They've been trying to hit more fly balls and more pulled fly balls to increase their power production. That's not exactly the easiest of strategies in April where it's not 90 and humid down in Atlanta like it usually is in the summertime. You know, if, unless you're in really optimal hitting conditions, you can barrel up some fly balls that just die 10, 15 feet short of the warning track. So I, I think them starting slow makes a lot of sense to me because of their offensive philosophy and with this World Series hangover, I still think that they're the team to beat here in this division, and, and they will get it going here, and especially you know the return of a, of a player like Acuna is going to help. In a so, big way. Uh, yeah, just a, just a little bit. Yeah, a little our, bit. our yeah. division of the week, we talked AL East last week. It is the NL East. We're going to discuss them in the second hour of the show. Our team of the week we'll get to is a team in that division who is tied for the uh, overall Major League lead, leads the National League in wins through the first uh, basically week and a half here of the season. Flipping this conversation to the Padres side of things, one big development for them. And while we've talked a lot about you Darvish and how to really properly evaluate him in the betting market, we saw Blake Snell have his inevitable early season injury, Adam. He hits the shelf uh, a week ago. Uh, this was last Sunday night. He hits the shelf. So we saw a, a much, much highly anticipated debut. Mackenzie Gore uh, coming up this week. What should the realistic expectations be for, for a guy like Gore who uh, comes up? He, is, he, he has basically one start under his belt. Uh, can, command was a, a bit of an issue when you look at, uh, you know, look, he walked a couple, five and a third, pitched around, uh, had a lot of long counts, didn't go the full six innings. But overall, for a big league debut, like it was pretty solid. Only two runs allowed in the five and a third. What are the realistic betting expectations here for a guy like Gore who is super hyped, a lot of expectation, but, but is obviously, as we, we just discussed, very young. Yeah, absolutely. And, and look, I will say this. Tomorrow, my MLB article does go behind the paywall at vcin.com. But with that being said, the beginning part where I recap what happened the day before, talk about observations of pitchers and all of that, that will still be a free part of the article. It'll just be kind of my assessment of the line moves and, and the picks for that day that'll be behind the paywall. But I wrote about Mackenzie Gore today and that he threw 73% fastballs in that start against the Braves team that is a good fastball hitting team, does make a lot of really loud contact. And Gore actually pitched really well. He gave up uh, two runs on three hits and five and a third only struck out three. You're not going to strike a lot of guys out when you throw a ton of fastballs. Guys don't swing and miss at fastballs the way they do at breaking balls. But the fact that Gore threw essentially three-fourths of his pitches as fastballs still was able to limit the damage against a very good lineup and a lineup that does make a lot of hard contact, I think that's a really positive thing for Mackenzie Gore moving forward. The biggest issue for him and the biggest issue for a lot of prospects that have promise and talent is that they can't stay healthy. Gore has had a lot of innings restrictions in the minor leagues, hasn't pitched a ton. That's something that would certainly be worrisome for me as we get deeper into the year. Who knows yeah. how long they're going to need him, of course. Uh, but, you know, look, when you throw a lot of fastballs and you're still able to keep a team at bay, that's a really impressive start for a young pitcher. I know. It will be fascinating to watch. Uh, it's, an ex it's exciting to see the, the young guns actually come up and get their chance, and Gore has uh, certainly gotten to do that early. Uh, speaking of young guns, can we just 45 seconds? Just nerd out over Roki Sasaki. It's not Major League Baseball, but look, what the guy's doing, 
His last two starts, 17 perfect innings, Adam, 33 strikeouts. The guy is 20, and he pitches in the uh, the Nippon Professional Baseball League in Japan. This guy's ridiculous. The only question is, like, when is he going to be in a big league roster? I don't, I don't know. He throws 102 with the nastiest splitter I think I've ever seen. He's 20 years old, facing professional adult hitters in that league, and he's thrown 17 perfect innings in a row. We're not talking just no hit innings, <laughs> which is amazing. insane in and of itself. Perfect innings. No walks, no hit batters, nothing. That's I unbelievable. Mean, he's not allowed an opposing hitter to reach base in an, a, a baseball record for, for the uh, Japanese League. 52 consecutive plate appearances. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.